Chicago's very own Nicholas May. 
Good day. You are tuned into the Media Lounge Podcast, your source for VIP interviews, entertainment, and trending news. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am your host, Celine. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Media Lounge underscore. As many of you already know, my focus lately has been on interviewing many talented individuals from many different industries doing many things. However, I personally find it more special when the individual is representing my beautiful city, Chicago, and such is the case today. On the line with me is hip-hop artist who has been featured on Hot 97. He's curated concerts for Bum B, Black Milk, and Willie the Kid, just to name a few. Nicholas May, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on your uh, show. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. So how are you doing this morning? Good, good, good. I'm coffeeed up and uh, ready to talk about some stuff. (laughs) Good. I'm glad that you're coffeeed up because I'm not, but I'm going to do my best, all right, Nicholas? Yeah, no, sounds great. I didn't give you enough credit in that intro I just gave. Please give us more background on yourself. Where in Chicago are you from, and when did you start your music career? Yeah, definitely. So I I grew up actually in Waukegan, Illinois, so a little Mm -hmm. bit outside of the city, um, always found myself in the city just, you know, because of music and, you know, art and just being so close to the epicenter of it all. Um, I definitely took advantage of that when I was growing up. So I went to school in Minneapolis when I was 17. I went to college there, uh, to, you know, for music and art and just kind of got into music, into music that way. And I, I started studying like uh, sound engineer, uh, audio engineering, producing, and then I just realized that I really didn't like working on other people's music. I was like, this is not what I want to do. So mm-hmm. I found that out really quick and just realized that, you know, I had a, more of a knack for business and kind of fell into that lane. Mm-hmm. And that's really just how I got started. You know, it kind of just, you know, those experiences growing up and going to just meeting a bunch of different people, a bunch of different creative people from visual artists and musicians. And you're just like, oh, you just kind of find what you want to do, you know, through that networking. If you will, you said you kind of found a love for music, you started producing, and you went to school for that. So tell us about your music influences. Yeah, so mine are probably pretty standard for most hip-hop artists, you know, like Jay-Z, Biggie, Nas. Those are my, you know, my top three for sure. Uh, But then I also have a big influence from uh, guys like Odyssey, which a lot of people have never heard of, but he tours all over the world. And he's an amazing producer, singer, rapper, songwriter. Love Odyssey. Odyssey's the man. So that's been one of your biggest influences. Nicholas, tell us about your most recent project, Kill Bill, and uh, people that that track that you just listened to on top of the podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. Kill Bill is uh, the recent single I put out. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of a play on words. It's really about... Um, hustling and kind of just, you know, going for, you know, and, you know, so I was able to have Sir Michael Rocks from the Cool Kids jump on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really, really cool joint. It's one of those, it's, it's good uh, car music. Most of the music I make is, is meant for car and it's meant for go-getters. So if you're a go-getter, uh, you're going you're gonna to be into it because the, the stories are authentic and, and the beat, they bang. And uh, Nicholas Lowkey, um, because I had no coffee, I had to put that track on this morning to wake up. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely will wake you up. Yeah, it sure will. Yeah. So you're making music. What else are you doing in the industry? Yeah, so I I actually have my own concert and promotion business um, that I started, you know, when I was in school, basically because I was getting, when I started doing music as more of, of like a professional route, I realized really quickly, I was like, oh, man, like, we don't make any money. 
I was like, this is crazy. I was like, so, you know, I was getting booked for a couple of different things because I was making noise when I was going to school and, you know, I was bringing out 50 to 80 to 100 people, you know, within a couple months span. Um, and so I was getting booked for stuff, but I wasn't getting paid for it. And I realized really quickly when I was, you know, showing up to these venues and I was, all my friends were showing up and I got kids from all these different colleges showing up. I was like, man, I was like, I'm not making any money from this, but this place is packed. And I know the, I know, like, I was like, I could do this. I was like, why can't I rent this place out? I was like, who do I have to talk to <laughs> to make sure this happens? Because tickets are, are $15, the tickets are $20, and there's 100 people here. The math just didn't add up for me. Wow. Isn't that an eye-opener? I'm sure that was. But why weren't you making any money? It was just all going to the club owners and the venue owners? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So most promoters, when they book local shows, and and it's not even really a promoter or the venue's fault a lot of times because a lot of times when you book local shows, you know, it takes – you know, maybe four or five, sometimes six local artists to actually fill up a local show. So I understand why, and they may only bring five or six people apiece, you know, but I, when I was getting to the point where I was bringing 50 to 80 to 100, and I only did like two shows for a, a promoter, and that was that was literally it because I was like, man, I'm spending all my time and energy, and even the times where I was like, one time I was getting like $3 a ticket, I was like, this is like a, this is not even a Happy Meal. This is not, I was like, this is not sufficient. Like, you can't create a business out of this. But I realized, you know, just by being um, just around it all and getting into it pretty early, I just really understood. I was like, oh, okay, see, this is a real business for a venue. This is a real business for promotion companies. I was like, this could be a real business for me, too. There's, my money is just as good as a promoter that has an LLC. LLC is nothing but a couple hundred dollars. Right, exactly. Now, so, okay, you continue to make music. You're promoting shows. What are your goals in the industry? Um, my, really my goals in the industry really isn't, I don't know, I don't even think it's their cap to the industry. I think it's just to be, you know, ha have financial freedom and to live on my own terms. That's my ultimate goal. And whether that's a certain dollar amount, I don't really think it is, or whether that's like a certain job or role, I don't really think that is, or getting music to a certain level. I don't even think there's a, a guideline for it. I think it's just you know, going down the path that was really meant for you and just playing to your strengths, and that'll get you to where you want to be. But ultimate financial freedom and living on your own terms, that's what I'm about, and that's what I, I preach 100%. Yeah, I like that, financial freedom and living on your own terms. Yeah, I, I can mm -hmm. relate to that. You know, who really likes to be stuck in an office nine to five? And I've experienced that, and that that's just not for me either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, you're like not, not at all. You're looking for a way out, and you have to. You just have to keep working at it. Really big today with social media, everyone wants to be on their own. They want to build their own businesses, and, and that's great. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not easy work, but it's definitely doable. So yeah, definitely. Having... Yeah, for sure. I think what really clicked as far as when I was – a lot younger just getting into doing my own concerts and kind of transitioning into that realm and be like, oh, I can actually do this myself. You know, my mother owned a beauty salon for over 20 years, so I grew up around business. Like, my mother has never had a job. Mm, I love that. Never had a job, never worked for somebody. So, to, to me, I grew up that way, and that's just kind of, you know, what, you know, I was doing payroll when I was 13, 14. I was helping out with, with stuff like that, and I think that really made my, my mind just kind of work that way. So, when I was doing these shows, I was like, oh, man, I was like, this is a, a real business for people. I was like, this could be a business for me, and I could do music doing it. Perfect. So that leads me to my next question. What has been one of the biggest challenges that you face as an independent artist and as a business owner who continues to work to eventually, you know, the goal is to get 
where what you talked about to be free to be yourself and to have that financial freedom yeah i think as an artist i think i think the biggest challenge as an independent artist um not only is i think for most people it's how do you create that extra income and that extra funding to invest in yourself where you're not taking all the money that you need to spend on bills and life and family and especially if you have kids it's you know how to find that balance to invest in yourself enough to get to the next level, enough to make it a business. A lot of artists, I think they have a hard time deciphering the creative from the actual business, which is totally understandable because that's two different parts of your brain that, that operate. You know, I happen to have a pretty healthy balance of both, but my business side also stops me from creating as much because I have so much fun promoting each song that I don't really make enough songs as you would expect, you know, an artist to put out or, or make to try to have a career in it. So it's kind of like that delicate balance for me personally, that balance of creative and business and prioritizing. And uh, I think for most most artists, it's hard for them to, uh, you know, generate extra funds and extra income to invest in themselves. You know, a lot of times you see these, you know, these kids and, and these artists just come out of nowhere, you know, on these random labels, on these singles, single deals, and the problem, you know, and it's great and it's amazing, and if it works out for them, it's perfect. But if they don't get put over the top, then so much money is spent on them, and then they're in, in debt over a single that didn't work out. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's understanding that, and it's just, it's pretty, it's pretty dangerous. Like you can put yourself in a dangerous position, and you know, independent artists are, we're so like we want to, you know, we have so much to prove and want to get our art out there. But you know, I think the challenge of just finding that balance and doing it responsibly is the ultimate, you know, challenge for an independent artist. Yeah, absolutely. That is, you have to be strategic about every move, everything that you're doing. So, mm-hmm. Nicholas, as an artist and creator, how do you stay inspired to continue to create? So, to, yeah, that, that's, that's great. Like, you know, because there's so much music out there, right? It's so easy to get distracted and just be like, or just so much other, you know, other things going on in life, you know, to get distracted from it. I love creating. Anytime I get a chance to create, you know, I, 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 I always do. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, to me, my detriment is I'm kind of a perfectionist. So I just, I don't put that that much out because I just want the song to be kind of perfect in my own mind, you know, before I let other people listen to it, which is definitely the wrong way to go about it. But it just from the surface level of creating, like I'm creating all the time. I'm writing hundreds of, of songs and verses and um, themes a week. So for me, I'm, I'm always creating whether whether I put it out or not. Oh, okay. That's good. So you, you, you just stay creating, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I definitely that. stay creating. Yeah, it's just putting it out is, like, that's, that's my detriment, actually getting it out there. Like, I always think something can be better or something can sound better or the kick can, you know, hit harder or, you know, the hook should be a little, you know, could be better or, you know, so that's that's my detriment as, as I think a lot of artists go through that as well. And do you think you're holding back because of that? You're holding yourself back by maybe releasing something that could be classic, that could be a gem, and you're like, you know, it's just not good enough yet. Yeah, you know, you're 100% correct. That's happened five years over. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, it's definitely already happened multiple times for sure. Hmm. You definitely, you definitely should put your music out because it, it does, it doesn't do any good by by holding it in. Honestly, and that's the business side of me talking, right? It just, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't do you any good when no one else gets to, you know, gets to listen to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I love your music. I fell in love with your music as, as soon as I listened to it, and it was on Instagram for the first time. 
which then um, I went on SoundCloud. You had some music there, and even on your mm-hmm. YouTube, you had some stuff there. So I, I'm very selective with my hip-hop, I'll be honest. And there's so much music out there, but not everything catches your ear, and you're like, oh, you know, it's cool. But you, I mean, you're you're really skilled. I can give you that. And everything that I've listened to has been great. Um, yeah, no, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Again. So yeah. if you can collaborate with any artist, who would that be? Any artist. Um, I probably would collaborate with my, so my best friend, uh, Nick, he is uh, a super producer, songwriter, great rapper, hasn't put any rap records out yet, but his, okay. he's producing every, pretty much everything that I'm doing. Like I want, I would, I would want to get him on a record where he's rapping. Like that's, you know, and, he, and he's so talented. You gotta like, you, you really have to come with it. So for me, that'd be, that's my number one. My number two would probably be Odyssey. Um, Odyssey okay. is just crazy. So to do a song with him that he, you know, would produce, you know, produce or rap on would be would be pretty epic. Nice. And so t- talking about the music today, I just did an episode yesterday, and it was very short, but only because I felt that I hadn't talked to the listeners much. But I always enjoy when I have someone to talk to music about. Uh, have you listened to that new J Cole just dropped yesterday? Uh, oh, the J Cole album? No, I have not because I was working and writing last late last night and i think that's when it came out right <laughs> um yeah it, it was or, uh yesterday he had released i believe costa rica like two days before that and then lambo gotcha. Cup was it i so i listened to some of it um i like j cole as an artist so who mm-hmm. is right now one of your biggest artists like who, who who are you really digging who i'm really listening to on a regular basis i'm always listening to j cole on a regular basis i'll probably get that, okay. to that album this morning actually and yeah, okay. like J Cole, like any anyone involved with J Cole and Dreamville, like their their songs are so mm, authentic, right. and the stories, yeah, the stories are so great, and um, the everything is just very well put together. So I'm a huge fan of of them. You know, who, who else am I? Who am I listening to lately? Um, I listen to, I still listen to like a lot of Jay Z. Honestly, I still listen to a ton yeah. of that. Um, I, I try to catch like the the newest albums that come out. A lot of them, you know, really I kind of listen to them, but not really for a long period of time. Like the artists like Jay and in Nas, like I'll go back and listen to those albums for just over and over and over again. It's just really timeless music. I think mm-hmm. that we're, we we kind of lack a lot of timeless music um, yeah, now. I'm listening to yeah, I listen to Rick Ross a lot. Like Rick Ross mm-hmm. is in my top as well because uh, he, he's he's a crazy crazy writer. Um, the, the songs are always well put together. I'm, I'm a big fan of Ross. And mm, okay. also, who else has I listened to recently? And then, you know what? Like, you can only listen to so much Drake, but I love I loved Drake. <laughs> I, I love Drake. Like, yeah, like we need to, like, that. people need to stop playing playing with Drake because Drake can rap his, Drake can really, really rap. He, he regardless can. of, he can. He, he can really, really rap and hold your attention and do it on, like, uh, you know, something very modern and very new, you know, every time. But who doesn't get enough credit in, for Drake's success and for Drake, you know, just the brand of Drake is his producer, 40. He doesn't get enough credit because mm-hmm. you guys think the amount of hits that 40 is from a – if you were to take Drake off of it, people would just listen to those beats over and over and over again. Yeah, and I, I do like it, Drake. I mean, I, I don't know why people aren't crazy about him. I mean, there's always someone talking about him. I'm like, you know, leave the poor guy alone. I mean, that's my workout music right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think so, some of it comes down to jealousy because he'll, he'll turn around and put out, uh, you know, the song for, songs for ladies, and then he'll come with a super hard rap record, you know, and I think it's mm-hmm. a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of jealousy, maybe because his background isn't as, 
as, you know, what they would expect, you know, from some of the lyrics that he has. But, you know, when you take that, that out of the equation and you just focus on just ability and just skill, like, he, he, I mean, he's got it. You know, that's why right, he right. is now who he, he is. He absolutely does. And your boy Nas is also dropping an album uh, July 19th. I'm excited about that. I wasn't very much feeling Nazir uh, when he dropped last year. I just mm-hmm. felt that he could have switched up the style a bit. I don't know. How mm-hmm. do you feel about that? Yeah, I felt like the last album was a little forced. That's kind of mm-hmm. how some of the songs felt to me. Like, mm-hmm. they felt a little, it didn't really feel like, you know, when I was listening to, I know um, Swizz dropped an uh, album last year. I think it was last year or mm-hmm. not too long ago. I think it was, like, last summer. Um, he has a joint on there with Nas. I forget what it's called off the top of my head. But that, that song was amazing. It was, like, perfectly produced for, for Nas. Um, and it just was really authentic. The story was very authentic. And, I, you know, I think that, I don't know, I think the bigger you get, I think there's just more noise around you and more, you know, there's more investment around you, right? I mean, he's always had investment around him, but, you know, just the more time goes on, the more different people circulate around you. That's just, you know, natural order. You know, who knows what what influenced him to do that album, but I just feel like it was a little bit forced and just some of the stories and, and production just really didn't just didn't really work well right. for him in my opinion. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. So Nicholas, we're halfway into twenty nineteen. What mm-hmm. more can we expect from you for the rest of the year? Uh definitely a lot more music. Definitely for sure. Um oh, I'm you know about I was that. Yeah, lots and lots of music, lots of videos, lots of um, lots of creative stuff going on, um, more collaborations, you know, more concerts, a lot more concerts, more events, not just concerts, but, you know, art installations and different cool, just cool creative events that, that I think everyone will appreciate, um, just a lot of that. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. And then I'm also trying to work with various artists that I think are super talented and, you know, help give them some game and help them, you know, uh, get to the next level as well. That's something just like that's going to be a passion project for me. So I'm kind of looking at mm-hmm. a few people that I want to work with. And, um, yeah, I think that's going to be really cool. And are these all local artists? Yeah, no, definitely. Exactly. Definitely, like, local, unknown. Yeah, not from, like, a management standpoint, but more from just, like, a marketing standpoint and just, okay. you know, trying to, you know, pull um, some good music uh up and ahead you know there's there's so much music especially in chicago specifically that you know there's an artist that has like two three hundred followers or which doesn't even matter but you know they're not they don't really have a lot of traction or they're not really or they're not marketing themselves or they just haven't gotten to that that part yet and i want to help some seriously talented people like really get to that part because i'm i'm not the best rapper out here i'm not the best artist out here by any stretch of the means at all so I mean, there's just so, so much good music, but I know how to I know how to market myself, and I know how right. to you know market market others. So um, that's Absolutely. something that I'm super yeah. interested. Yeah, there's so much talent in Chicago, a lot of talent, and not only in music, but just actors and actresses and singers. You know, there's just so much, and I'm constantly like, you know, I'm always listening to people and looking at what people are doing, and I'm like, like that dude from Beats. I don't know, have you watched Beats yet? Well, that's Chicago. Oh, um, base. It's on Netflix, right. and the actors from here. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, like, that's wow, awesome. Look at that. Yeah. That's yeah. Like one example. And then you have producers, directors like Ryan Lamar, who's doing big things, working with great artists, making great movies, also from Chicago. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And if I can get him 
involved in some way. I'm always trying to, like, come on, let's interview someone, you know. I love it. I love mm -hmm. promoting their work as well, you know, as the whole creativity thing. I appreciate what you're saying, creative. And, Nicholas, before we wrap up, tell us, what do you want the listeners to gain from this interview? And, secondly, where can they find you? Definitely. Well, you, can, you can definitely find me on, you know, all the normals, you know, Spotify, iTunes, um, Instagram, at, at Music by May definitely is the best outlet to follow me at right now. Um, and I, I, one thing to really get out of this conversation is really, especially for artists that are, you know, tuning in, just really, 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 really do not get caught up um, with the outside noise and really focus on how to generate that additional income to build your brand yourself. Don't go looking for debt because you want a quick buck. Like, you just just really stay true to yourself. Keep your stories authentic and, you know, make it happen. And if you can do it on your own terms, perfect. If you need a couple people around you, even better. But, you know, be wary about, you know, just going for the quick buck. You know, really build it from, from the ground up. And it doesn't even pertain just to artists, but entrepreneurs, if you're in business, it's, just, it's literally the exact same thing. Um, that's, the, that's the best thing I, I think, you know, I would love people to get out of um, from this convo. Those are wise, wise words. Listeners, there you have it, Nicholas May. I will have additional information on him at MediaLoungeChicago.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. And that's a wrap. Thank you, Nicholas. I've enjoyed this conversation with you. Yeah, no, thank okay. you. I appreciate it. Kill Bill, all for the bills, I kill Bill. 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 All for
for the bills, got killed there. All I ever wanted was some man, something extra to spend. Miscellations and the access had his money to get. No professor for profession when you running with clips. And it's not a 900, better whip it like Benz. Can't keep a girl, cause you can't keep a friend. Inline it, in check, online it, in net. Bet, bet. I ground like a motherfucker, never had a check. Make moves like chess. If it's not about the money, then it's all about respect. I came from the bottom until it came direct. Until they see you fall, but they coming for your head. That's why everything is test. That's why everything a mess. Everywhere I look and see the cracker is meth. Still looking for a plus. Sometimes you gotta skip the tax. For the stash or the rent. I'm on my path to the best. Before you reach the top, gotta pass what's next. If I am what I am, then I slam what I slam. From the hands of the fans of a jam, then a jam. Man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I gotta run from the ranch. You got a heart full of cats, so I leave like I can. Gotta do it for the peace and do it for the racks. Facts. Well, you snitch like a Laker. They say you the police. I keep my heat on me in case you a rat. Four after four, I just pour me some more. That red or that yellow and take me a nap. My bitch be chewing me down in the end. Your bitch be telling you you should rap. Jeans, you listen, she keeping it real. Holla, 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 holla. Hold your double bag open. Let me see you got some racks. Yeah. Boy, pop me a feeder, pop me a flat I'm still in that biz, I'm swiping them visas I got all my fellas, they got me a plug Supreme in these all on my back yeah. Back in the back, in the back of the lab uh, I be chillin' and chillin', I'm spillin' my glass yeah. Since a youngin', I shine like a digital dash Pickin' the bitches, I give them a map She give me a number and I got a dash Got killed, Bill. Got killed, Bill. Got killed. Got killed.